and this is What Do You Do With an English Degree? What do you do, Alex? <laughs> well, today we're doing our January wrap-up, which is... Just like we, it sounds, yeah. Yeah, when we talk about the books that we've read this month what this and our favorites. month has been like, reading what your favorites yeah. are. We also talk about Book of the Month in general. Yes, uh, so I subscribe to Book of the Month because mm -hmm. it brings me so much joy. You love it. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. And this month I actually picked two books, which is not normal for me. Right. Usually I just go with the one, but I was like, it's after Christmas, I'm going to treat myself, and I picked two. So the January books of the month, uh, we had a romance called The Dating Plan, The Prophets, which is a literary fiction, Outlawed, which is historical fiction, mm -hmm. The Removed, which is contemporary fiction. And I, did, I didn't pick The Removed, spoiler alert, but... <laughs> It, do, it does sound interesting. I'm just not... You had to pick two. Um, okay. Yeah, I had to pick two. Five, yes. Also, I'm never... You're you guys, not into contemporary. Yeah, you guys should know this just right off the bat. I'm... I I, I just... I'm into fantasy and sci-fi. So if... Yeah, if, if a or historical out, anything. Yeah, like if a book of the month comes out, I am going to be picking the weirdest one out of the five every single time. <laughs> um, and the last one is uh, Mystery of the Survivors. They always have at least one mystery. Well, but what I, two did you pick, Alex? I chose The Prophets by okay. Robert Jens Jr. and Outlawed by Anna Nori. Awesome. And thoughts? Um, out of the t like between the two, I definitely preferred The Prophets, which surprised me. The Prophets is very reminiscent of Beloved by Toni Morrison. Okay. It has, I think it's reminiscent because of the lyricism of the text, as well as the, like, theme. So both of them involve uh, enslaved people, or in Beloved's case, like, recently Free. escaped yeah. enslaved people. I guess you're right, escaped, um, yeah. But the, the Prophets is about enslaved people, and specifically these two men who are in a relationship, these two enslaved men who are in a relationship, and how the incorporation of religion onto this people group that didn't, um, that's culture doesn't necessarily refre reflect Judeo-Christianity, gotcha. respond to, like, Christianity in mm. their society. So it's, it, I really, I loved it because, and I love when, um, MLM books do this mm -hmm. where because you have the two main characters as men I feel like it's always really easy to just fully flesh out men and then sure. not really have a lot of women, women in the, in the past, picture. right yeah and which I always think is weird because it's true for a lot of old women books. are such an important specifically with minority groups I think that women are such a powerful force of understanding like they tend to be more open they tend to be you know right just a little bit more present and this book did not do that the prophets was so the, the female cast was so good awesome um that's so, always really good to see and right? like that it's possible to have leading men Absolutely. that still have an amazing set of women behind yes them. and it was really like i loved it because it was really the women in the community mm. who were like this isn't different this isn't abnormal yeah like, this is something that we have seen for generations like mm. y'all are just being assholes right because Call you want to be like baby. the white guys and it's yeah. like i it's it's so beautiful i think my only critique the ending wasn't my favorite 
Okay. But aside from that, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, it's hashtag sad trigger warning for sexual abuse. Ah. But, um. Thanks for the trigger warning. Yeah. I always need that. Absolutely. And I, I do love Book of the Month because it also. Does it has, give you that? Okay. Yeah, it does have um, content gotcha. warnings. Which, it's important. Like, it yeah. doesn't spoil the book. Like, I, like obviously, then you know it's in there. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that genuinely affects you in a negative way, yeah. that you don't get any kind of release or solace or anything out of it, yeah. don't don't pick it up. Just don't, we, there are other we, books. We should definitely. We'll have to mark down. I would love to have a conversation with you in full about mm. trigger warnings in books because I know it's, like, a weirdly controversial topic. Personally, yeah. I, I always think more information is better than less. Agreed. Um, you don't know where someone's coming from. So, trigger warning. I annoying. Yeah, we should definitely have a separate conversation about that, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, the second book that I read uh, was book of Outlawed. The month. Right. Uh, for Book of the Month was yes. Outlawed by Anna North. Um, I don't know why I wanted to call, call it The Cowboys. The cowboy. <laughs> I was going to ask you cowboy. about The Cowboys. Oh, God. Um, Are The Cowboys number one? Yeah. They're cowboys. Okay. I just want you to know if you're one. listening and you're like, why does M mention cowboys? It's because there's a cowboy on the front. And that's, I never <laughs> read is. I never read the title of that book because the first thing you see is this you're fucking like, cowboy. And you're like, ah, oh, like, really? Cowboys. cowboys. <laughs> yes, exactly. So how were the cowboys, Alex? The cowboys were, were good. I, not your favorite, though. Not my favorite. And there seems to be, there's been an upsurgence, I think, of queer feminist mm. cowboy narratives it's recently. such a weird specific thing <laughs> I know, but it's, it's definitely i like queer like, i've yeah. seen multiple this is bizarre of these yeah in the past couple do you of think years. it's a call to like the og gay film brobeck not um god i hope not <laughs> i've never seen brobeck I, Mountain, I mean, but... <laughs> it certainly doesn't seem i have seen brobeck mountain because i got my gay card Oh my um, god. But, uh, I wasn't allowed to see it. <laughs> I wasn't allowed. Um, you're pansexual. So you yeah, I don't need my out. gay car. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I Like, I don't think so because it definitely doesn't have that same amount of angst. I It also makes me question because... My thing about cowboys is that historically they were ma- like mainly like Latinx people, mm. and so um, th- there is this like divide between like what like John Wayne represents and sure. like, what the Great Great West was, yeah. and what was the actuality where it was like right. Hispanic it's become men weirdly romanticized. Yeah, like Hispanic yeah. men being dirt ass poor yes, and yeah. um and, and, and that kind of culture and i i'm not like an authority on that but no. it, it always like it, it's always something that i'm kind of like i don't know why it's romanticized just like so, i don't know why the 50s are romanticized i have a question for you um what about this book just kind of got second place in at least mm-hmm. the book of the month for you like why it, it got second place because the cast of characters wasn't very well fleshed out gotcha this the book is a pretty short read. I think it's like only like two fifty pages. Okay. But it has a huge cast. So like oh, wow. it's it's got like a whole gang of I would say like eight. It's one of those 10. cases where they just didn't know how to handle the big cast and like it wasn't fleshed out enough for each character. I certainly didn't think so. Okay. I thought that the story was well rounded for itself, and mm. I I never want to knock anybody, but I. 
I wished that I had a little more or a little less people to deal with. Gotcha. There was there was a whole bunch of like vague touches of backstories mm. that just just were never flushed out, and yeah. it, it it made like everybody kind of fall flat. So. I love, I think also, I love a good crew book. As soon as you're bringing you in you some sort of, crew. like, outlaw, like, crew. You were this, like, this, I'm surprised because, like, this had you written all over it. Queer absolutely. group, like, yes, yeah, like, it had it, you it written had all over it. So everybody. it's disappointing that it wasn't all the up to its... And and perhaps that's another I, thing where I was, I was hyped, yeah. and then it wasn't... It wasn't. I'm sure supreme. it was still worth the read, but oh, it's, like, yes, it's, it's a lovely book. It's a very maybe it's fast one of those read. books that you get from the library. I don't know. Yeah, the library. Maybe it, you don't want to spend money on it. It's it's certainly. I wish that there was more. Yeah, and I think that I'm certain things like even the ending. Also, like I was just a little bit. I felt like it was a little bit sloppy, a little ah, bit like okay. The plot was leading me in one direction, and then it kind of reversed on itself. Yeah. So, overall, okay. I wish the cast was more fleshed out because they all sounded exceptionally interesting. It was also one of it those ones. you wanting. Yeah, yeah. It was also one of those ones where, like, the main character. No, she was an interesting character, but she was certainly the least interesting out of this mm. band of outlaws, mm. which I think usually happens. Oh, when yeah. You have a band of outlaws and then you kind of the goody two shoes. Well, yeah, they always kind of. Writers tend to pick the one that's most middle so that it captures mm -hmm. an audience. And you're told as a writer, you're told as a writer to pick the middle, and then you can have all these exterior characters that are like more quirky, more this, more that, mm -hmm. and reflections of that main character. But in my opinion, I feel like it's time to break that fucking mold. Break yes. that mold. You can write about whoever you want. They can be yeah. as quirky as left-handed. But don't do the thing where they have red hair and that makes mm -hmm. them quirky. No, the fuck back down. That's, that's no. weird. No. And I'm sorry, that really irritates me. Just because I have red mm -hmm. hair doesn't make them quirky, okay? No, trust me, as a red hair. Yeah. Not make You're quirky, quirky on your own. Yeah, I'm quirky <laughs> without my hair. Um, yeah. Oh, also, it, it kind of has this, like, uh, I, this isn't something that is a giant negative for me. Because okay. the Year of the Witching, for example, also did something similar to this. Where it was kind of like a like neo-Puritan society. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, women were kind of like crushed down and expected to have babies and stuff. And that's it. Yeah. Like it was Handmaid's Tale without like the horror kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And in the year of the witching, mm -hmm. I thought it was exceptionally effective. Like I, I was able to roll with it. Is it my favorite like trope? No. However, in this one, I, I, I felt like it was a little bit, um, there wasn't something new to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. If you're going to use a trope, and I do in, in writing a lot, mm -hmm. uh, I love tropes. I think they're fun. I think they're, like, playing with them is fun, but that's the thing. Mm -hmm. you got to take it and make it your own. Do yeah. your own thing. It's okay to play with tropes, but don't yeah. copy, carbon copy yeah. other books. It just really rings old to your book and it's really going to drag it down it's going to hinder you more than help you oh a lot of this book was I, I, also there's a a novella upright women wanted the author of which i cannot remember mm. literally came out last year and had like almost identical um like plot lines so 
I don't know. It, it was definitely a miss for me. Mm. That being said, I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I'm, I'm bashing it. It was still a fun read. Oh, yeah. I just... It, it's okay. And we're here to discuss. Yeah. We're not in, bashing in it. In comparison to some of my other book of the month, so like, you'll know like when we're bashing something. Delights, Mexican Gothic. Like, this one just wasn't. Well, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. So, what was your favorite book this month, then? Favorite book that I read this month, I actually just recently finished, and it's called These Witches Don't Burn by Isabel Sterling. And great title. Great title. It had me at the cover and the title, and I know you shouldn't judge books by the cover, but secret, I do. Okay. So everybody fucking <laughs> Every does. Every single time. <laughs> Every time. If it doesn't have a cool cover, there's so many books in the world, it's got to be interesting. Sell me, bitch. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sell me. Sell me. Sell me. Okay. Material girl. <laughs> so uh, I just want to paint a little picture of the cover that I saw on Audible. Once again, not sponsored, but would love to be. Okay. <laughs> You'll know when we're sponsored. Slide okay. Into our DMs. Oh yeah. If we're sponsored by Audible, I'm all I'm gonna be talking like, about. Guess what? Girl, I'm ready for them to contact me. Like, let's do this. I'm ready to sponsor you, bitch. Like, okay. A free subscription. Give me more of those monthly credits. (laughs) Give me just all. Can I have infinite credits? That's all I want. You don't have to. You don't have to pay me. Just give me infinite credits. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so let me paint you a picture. On the cover here is obviously the title. These witches don't burn. Already cool. Then it's tarot style. So there's, they really got me. There's tarot cards, but instead of the actual tarot, it's like the lead uh, and then her drawn picture. And then it's like the best friend and then her picture, not like it's all drawn. And then it's like the love interest or whatever, the ex kind of thing. (laughs) It's super cool. So that already, I was like, uh, this is my thing. Number two, that got me before I even read it, which is fantasy. YA. Okay. All good things. And, (laughs) and lesbians. Oh my God. This book is an eight in the whole. It's just as fun as you think it is. I, to be honest, was a little bit disappointed in it at the beginning of the book. Mm. It kept, let's, I don't know how to explain this, but if you've read a lot, you probably have come across a book that keeps adding shit before it resolves other shit. Uh, mm -hmm. It kept piling these random plots on. And I was like, how the fuck is she going to tie it all up? But I have to say, the last couple hours, because I listen, obviously, in Audible, so I don't know what page it's on or whatever. But the last, like, I don't know, two hours, whoa. She tied that shit up tight, girl. In a bow. Tight. Okay, it really started... Like, she had just all of these weird subplots and plots. And as a writer, I was like, she's going somewhere with this. And I kind of had a feeling. But there were some surprises, which I will hold. And they were all so good. They were exactly what I needed out of the ending. And I don't often say this, but the ending usually disappoints me in things. And this Mm. really brought it up to my favorite. Like, if you had asked me in the beginning of this book, it definitely wouldn't have made this title. But God, that ending was sick. It's a little bit sad but it's sassy and fun. She actually lives in Salem, Massachusetts. So Salem is great. I've been there once. Highly recommend. And she's living as a witch in literal Salem. And it's not like above the writer to make kind of fun of that too. Um, It's just really fun. Alex TMI. I used to live just a couple hours away from Salem. We used to go there on the weekend. Because my family's a family of losers. The first and only time that I went to Salem, I actually looked at my mom and was like, can I move here right now? I literally, I was living in California at the time. We were visiting Boston, happened to just take a peek at Salem because I'm a nerd. And 
I literally contemplated schools near that area just so I could go see. Oh, it's it's a lovely town. I mean, also yes. on top of that, you get the Witch Museum. You do. It is also just a beautiful part. It like, is a beautiful town. Anyway, it was just really fun. There's multiple different types of magic in our universe. So it's set in like a modern day, our time. Mm -hmm. um, it's not alternate universe at all. There's three different types of magic, and it's really cool how she weaves those all in. Um, mm -hmm. There's three different kinds of witches, and you kind of see all of them through the book. This is giving me, um, oh, mm -hmm. what is it? It's not Beetlejuice. What's that other one? The one. You're looking at me. I don't know. The guy who gets turned into a cat, and the oh. three witches. And the 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 kid who's a virgin who lights the candle. Oh 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 yeah that that Halloween one everybody loves. What is it called? Emerson? Oh girl, I don't know. What do you mean? Hold on. Alex is gonna look it up. So it it's it's kind not really like that at all, but it is kind of f fantasy and, and wonderful and um, there's elementals. As a magic, so like the three types are blood witches. Hocus Pocus. Oh, Hocus Pocus, that's the one, that's the one. God damn it. It's not really similar at all, but I can see kind of where you connected it. But, okay, so there's blood witches. <laughs> they deal with blood. Is there organ witches? No. Skin witches? Girl. Sorry. Hold on. Okay, elemental witches, which as it sounds, water, fire, earth, air. Mm -hmm. um, usually you have a element that is your you know, favorite or your, the one your you're most connected, hoe. but they do dabble in all of them, each, <laughs> each one of the witches. And then there's casters, which is like, you know, the hocus pocus. It's the, uh, the literal chanting, it's the potions, it's the mm -hmm. spells, oh. it's those folks. And that our main, like yes, mm -hmm. I feel that if there was a world of witches and I was just like fucking caster, like I have to like brew a little potion, like, like go wait, a lot of school. Yeah. Like, right. Like a lot of studies. Cool they all study though. Like all of mm -hmm. them do. But our main is an elemental witch. They're rare and lovely, and it it's just cool. I would go recommend kind of looking at fire. Yes, yes, girl. Firebenders anonymous. She <laughs> definitely surprised me with a few twists as well. Like I said, not only with some surprise reveals of who people were, but also with like a, a like a death that I just didn't expect. Um, <gasps> I honestly no, no 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 no. Uh, there's a there's a character really close to the main that dies, and I honestly didn't think the author would do it. Oh wow! And they committed. You they hate committed. When authors don't commit. I hate when they don't commit, but I also was like literally in tears, and I had to like sit on the bed and just look up at the ceiling, and was like, no, they didn't do it. They can't. But they did. Oh, love, dude, very good. But that was a turning point in the book. I have mm -hmm. to say that death really sparked the whole ending and it was just great oh, that's perfect. anyway that was my favorite you should definitely check it out either just in person from a library mm -hmm. audible whatever just do it check it yeah. out worth cool. a read what was your favorite alex my favorite was dune by frank herbert which i also it's been on your list for a while oh it has you also and listen on audible i have been audible freaking sponsor audible. <laughs> well i don't yeah. often read a lot of audiobooks you don't however um i i have this project at work which is very like insulated and Mind takes numbing. a long That's time what they call it. so i'm essentially alone in a basement for hours and so I had to do something, and I couldn't listen to music for, for six hours straight. So I listened to Dune. 
And yeah, I I've I've been terrified of Dune for years. It's a chunky boy. It is like I I ordered I ended up ordering the book because uh, and warning to everybody listening to it if that you want to listen to it. Um there it is high 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 sci-fi. So <laughs> The first like chapter, you are inundated with like those sci-fi terms sci-fi and shit. Words. Yeah, and I was like, I just need to like visually see these because yeah. like the speed, the audible speaker was like a British dude. Wonderful audible speaker. There by are the way. times where you really need the book. Yeah, like, where I was what? like, I don't know how to spell this. I don't know how to pronounce it. So oh yeah, yeah. So I got the book. The book has those like Bible thin pages. And it is like seven hundred pages. And oh my I was gosh! Like, Holy hell! It is so good. Now I usually am exceptionally hesitant about things that are considered like the cornerstone or the classic of any genre. Oh, for sure. And very skeptical. Holy shit! Dune Dune is worth it. Like, oh my god, it's so good. Now, mm. are there instances where it is a product of an older time? Of course. Always. That being said. I don't like. I wasn't like, this is cringy. Like at any point, you could get through, book, yeah. And the plot is tight as fuck. Oh, that's tight plot, girl. This is something that, like, okay, if you're gonna put me through over five hundred pages, frankly, over four hundred, yeah. I'm like, this is excessive. If you're gonna put me through, you need over 400 to earn four hundred pages. Yes. It needs to be snappy. Yes, it needs yes, to yes. Go. Yes. I've heard a lot of people talk about how. You know, the first, like, third of Dune is kind of just world building. I understand where they're coming from. Okay. I don't necessarily think that this is a book that you should take on if you are not into sci-fi or fantasy. However, if you have loved Star Wars, Ah. then you fucking should read Dune. Yeah. Like, if you are in any way associated, like, if you're just like, oh. You love a good sci-fi. Like, you love a good sci-fi. You love that classic. It has that hero's quest narrative. It has that, like, messiah figure. Uh It has the, like, cool seeing into the future powers. Like, it is, like. It has everything you could ever think of, It is the most. It it has all of the classic tropes. I don't know if I'd ever read it. Because I am not as much of a sci-fi girl. Like, I am definitely. I hate when they lump sci-fi fantasy because to me those are very different and I am not into sci-fi. Yeah. I am a fantasy girl through and through. Mm-hmm. Give me my medieval. Give me my old ass England. <laughs> give me my magic powers. Yeah. Like, don't give me no rocket ship. Like, no. Yeah. I'm not into it. But it, you you did come home every day and you're like, guess what happened in Dune? And you're saying things that made zero sense. Zero sense. Well, I, I also love Dune and I love this kind of sci-fi where the science is so extraordinary mm. that it might as well be magic. Yeah, that's like, fair. That is where I think that sometimes there is an intersection sure. of science and fantasy. Where I agree. one book can be a sci-fi fantasy. Oh, I, agreed. I, also, I just don't like when they combine it yes, as a I also unit. don't like yeah. it when they combine it as a unit. Yeah. But every once in a while, they genre bend, and I'm like, woof, it's so good. <laughs> and it's oh. My gosh. Oh, it was such an experience. Like... It's such a ride, mm. but, and I do agree that the first third of the book is very much prepping you for the rest of the book. That being said, though, I am a slut for, like, like snappy world building. Yeah. And this shit, like, if, if you were into some weird, like, sci-fi political shit, 
then this is the book for you. Like, it it hit every mark for me of, like, an exciting hmm. sci-fi that reminded me of my youth. Why you like made, Star Wars. Yeah, why you like Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. why I like these things. Yeah, and, like, it was awesome. right up there. And I was just so delighted. Hell I yeah. was so sad that I had been avoiding it for so long. Worth it perfect. its agony. Worth its agony. I was going to say, before we leave, mm-hmm. what's a book you were looking forward to reading in this upcoming month? upcoming month what are you looking forward to i have one if you're looking for one that you want to say my one that i'm looking forward to and it's like literally downloaded ready to go the house in the cerulean sea by tj clune i think that's how you say it that one my sister recommended to us yeah it was on my wish list for audible and pat was like no one's read this book i need someone to read this book and she said the title was like are you kidding me it's on my wish list and she sent it to me <laughs> via audible and now it is downloaded ready to go i'm gonna start it tomorrow y'all and who knows maybe in the february wrap-up if it becomes my favorite you'll know so yeah. listen up for that what about you um i'm looking forward to an ember in the ashes so this is mm. actually one that i also intend to read at some time in this coming week um it's it gotten a lot of attention recently okay. because i believe the final book in the series has come out mm. But it is a YA fantasy based in kind of like an ancient Rome-esque thing. I'm not... I'm I'm interested. I've I've had a lot of like authors that I really admire and people that I really admire like, mm. lose their shit over this book. Well, we'll see so, if it's worth its hype. I'll let you know. Well, let's see if I lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good one. Have a good one. See you next time. Bye. Bye.